0: They know how to make you smile You're already here, why don't you stay a while? Kick back, relax you freaks They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats Grab a whiskey and hang on tight Smoke that bong with all your might They write books, but that ain't all One's short and smooth and one is hairy and tall There's vital social issues
1: and stuff with Chris and John Wayne they argue about everything and then drive each other so insane. Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne.
0: Best buds talking book of the week and all the horror stuff that they think is neat. Hanging loose doing ridiculous reads. Not because we deserve it, because it's what
1: we need. Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and drive each other so insane. Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne.
0: Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. I am John Wayne. With me, as always,
1: is Christopher Triana.
0: Christopher, it's the return of the Mac. Return of the Mac.
1: Return of the real. real. Oh, my God. Return of the Mac. We're back, dude. How are you? We are back and ready to attack. I am doing all right. How about yourself, my friend?
0: I'm well I'm well busy as always you know that mm-hmm. um, yeah. but we we were gone for a couple few weeks here but that's all right we're back now yeah and uh, just um, a lot
1: going on in in, in our lives uh, and you know we've always tried to do a show a week uh, excuse me and it may not be a weekly show anymore uh, just because there's too much going on but we are continuing to do the show so we hope you'll be patient and Listen whenever we can get a show together. But yeah, we have been gone for a bit. Uh so sorry to keep you all waiting. We know how much you love us and wait for the show. So thank you. Uh thank
0: you. Done. Go back and watch reruns, man. Do some reruns. Watch reruns. Do some reruns. Yeah, you know, and then you can come quote your favorite lines at the table that we said to each, you know, on the show to each other. Like, yeah, hey, you- fuck you, or go to hell, or you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're, an You're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. um yeah, you can go back and watch the first couple episodes and see just how how shitty the show was until we made it the masterpiece it is now. Yeah. Yep.
0: We polished that turd.
1: Yeah, it's like when you go back and watch the first episodes of The Simpsons and it's like all like grainy and like, and Homer talks like this. Right. Let's get some frosty chocolate milkshakes, you know, like
0: Hey yeah, boy. I anyway.
1: Karumba. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that we did talk like that back then.
1: We did. We did. we, we talked we we someone else did our voices. Yeah, was, we had
0: yeah. <laughs> it was then we got that contract dispute worked out and now we're all good. Yeah, now we're all good. But um anyway, I know I've been I've been traveling a whole lot. That's why I've been I've been kind of absent, but uh you've been dealing with something else on the home front that we're going to talk about up top. Yes. Uh, a lot of people already know about this. Um if you're friends yeah. of the show or fans of uh, either of us or a lot of our friends but Mm -hmm. uh chris uh tell us what's going on
1: yes uh as you said uh you know a lot of people know about this already it really went viral in the horror community which was very exciting uh for me and was wonderful very touching um what's going on is my dog and constant companion bear uh my chocolate lab who if anyone if you know me you know how much i love this dog um she was diagnosed with lymphoma in July. Uh, and so it was basically like this, it was okay. She has lymphoma. Uh, if we can do chemotherapy, uh, which is extremely expensive and that might, you know, there's no cure for lymphoma, but it would, it could buy her a year, maybe two. If we don't do any treatment, uh, she'll be dead in two months at the most. Um, and so I said, well, then we're going to do the treatment. And they're like, well, it's very expensive. It's thousands and thousands of dollars. And I was like, I said, we're doing the treatment and I'll find a way because I love this dog. And if I have to spend 10, 15, $20,000 to keep her alive, then I will absolutely do it. Um, and so what we did is we set up a website. And when I say we, I mean, we and bear, uh, got a website set up. It's chemoforbear.com. Spelled exactly as it sounds, very simple, chemoforbear.com. And what we have there is you can donate. If you want to donate $5, dollars billion, like whatever you want to give, every little bit helps. Uh, you can just do a flat donation. Or you can buy some super cool shit. Uh, many authors, including John Wayne and uh, Brian Keene, Wesley Southard, C.V. Hunt, and many more, uh, including artists like Phil Bailey and Ivy Tite, uh, have donated artwork um, so you can get signed books um, from from these many authors lucas magnum uh, Mangum, um ryan harding uh, and lucas
0: magnum as well
1: i know i stumbled <laughs> there uh but uh matt kurtz uh you know uh, chad Straub. there's a lot of people on there um and so where there's all these signed books there's hardback limited edition stuff that's out of print uh, brian Keene is doing an amazing thing where for five hundred dollars uh he will write an original story set original story set in the world of the rising um his, his very famous zombie novel uh mm. and uh he'll write it and he'll even in, like he'll include you as a character or someone you love um and you know he'll sign the manuscript and send it to you as well um those are sold out currently because he's he, we got eight orders for them, and so he's writing Ooh, those. But once he's nice. done, once he's done writing those, um, it'll open up again. Uh, so keep checking back. And right now, you can buy some signed books by Brian Keene. You can you can buy any of my books signed by me. Signed books by John Wayne Camunali and several other authors. So uh, check it out, ChemoForBear.com. All proceeds go to uh, Care For Bear. Uh, I do want to say I want to thank everyone who bought and donated already. Uh, because mm-hmm. we initially set a goal of ten grand, and we met it in ten days.
0: Yes, uh, awesome.
1: it's it's fantastic. I'm so touched. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'll cry. That's how touched I am by it. Um, so the chemo is pretty much paid for, uh, but there are other issues going on because um, um, Bear was supposed to go on a stronger chemo medication, uh, but they there is uh, risk of. It, having very negative, uh, potentially fatal side effects for a dog that has any kind of um, heart conditions. Now, Bear has never had them before, to my knowledge, uh, but I ordered an ECO to be done uh, to check her cardiovascular system before we went on it. So that was more money, a lot more money. Um, but I'm glad I did it because we found out she does have these irregularities, so that she does have heart problems. So now I need to take her to her cardiologist, uh, and it may sound like me saying all of this, it may sound like I'm just keeping a, a dog alive, a dog that's like laying there and, and crippled and in pain. But that's not the case at all. If it was, I would put her to sleep. Um, Bear, you would never even know she was sick. She's eating like very well. She runs and plays and she's happy and she's living her best life. These are her golden years. So she's actually doing very well. Um If, so if you watch the
0: open. I- I was going to say, if you watch the opening credits uh, of this show on YouTube, Bear is actually featured catching a Frisbee running, mm-hmm. a cat, which you taught her to do all that, like jumping mm-hmm. off of, uh, uh, you know, the 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 piers. But yeah, you mm-hmm. were throwing that Frisbee and she'll run and get it and shit. She's yep. she's badass. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like she kind of slowed down with that a little bit, uh, you know, a few months ago where I would throw it and she would grab it once and then she'd just like drop it and sniff around. But since the treatment and she's been feeling better, uh she'll she goes and gets it several times again, you know. Um and Bear is ten and a half, and you know, she still has life in her. And even though uh lymphoma is uh isn't curable, you know, we're still able to give her another year or two of her life with the treatment. So please uh check out chemoforbear.com, buy a book, buy an original piece of art, uh, or just donate. You know, if you just want to donate five bucks, like any little bit helps.
0: Absolutely. And thank you to everybody uh, that has done it. Um, <clears throat> man, uh, I have a funny story to tell you, dude. Tell me. we we um were in Knoxville like a couple weeks ago, and by we I mean myself and Nick P. Uh, shouts out or whatever I don't know what the the time is, right. but. Um, you know, we've been on the road this whole time for a few weeks. We're in Knoxville and where this convention was, it was like in this kind of convention center that was at this, uh, weird city park. So there's a lot of other shit. Like there was a boxing fucking, uh, gym and, uh, like, a shooting hoops and like a fucking man-made river, all, all this shit after the things over on Friday night, it's just, Myself, Nick, and a couple of other people who are friends of ours in the parking lot, total rest parking lots empty. We're smoking a couple of joints talking. And this guy, this kid, you know, younger, I would say maybe 20, 21, you know, between there comes out. And he was like in kind of in costume and he took it off and he's country as fuck. And he's like, hey, <clears throat> hey, y'all this y'all see my my friend's uh, little man, their car. Around here and by us, And uh, it was like <laughs> so literally like, like a boomhower boom situation. Right? Yeah, was, like, and like and we're like, and we're like, Jesus, dude, there's nobody here but us. No, there's no other cars but ours. And he's like, Oh man, I can't get a signal. I love me. I'm a man of am Uh and, then, and we're like, All right, dude, where are you staying? And he's he's like, I'm at this the quinta. And I'm like, all right, are you at the one that happens to be next, like next to the red roof Inn that's connected? He's like, Yeah, there's one. And I'm like, Well, that's where we are, we. We'll give you a ride back. Oh man, that's so great! You guys, man, my friends are gonna be—we're li- like, huh, ah, no problem, man. Don't worry about it. Hey, you're not gonna cut our throats, are you? Oh cool, me? Oh man! <laughs> and then Nick says, "Hey, maybe you should be asking us if we're gonna cut your throat." Oh! Instantly, his whole demeanor just changed, and he's like, uh yeah, it's like, ha like, 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 just joking. No, maybe, though. You know, we're from Houston. You know, Houston is a, a hub, one of the, the largest hubs for human trafficking. You know, we could be give, taking you back to Korea for all we know. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know he looks really Mexican, but he's actually Korean. He has strong yeah. ties to Korea. And so then he gets in the car and he's like got this like I fucked up, like look on his face because we're talking about uh, how. You know, all just like all these statistics about fucking oh human trafficking while we're driving home, blasting metal windows down. And uh Nick's like, So are you partying later? You got a your, 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 anything at your room? You partying? And he's like, Oh, my friends are there, got a lot of friends with my beer, but like a nine of friends, we're staying there, we're gonna be drinking, hanging out. We're mm-hmm. like but dropped him off. We're like, Yeah, right, dude. He's by himself, you know, yeah, he's yeah. just like said, yeah, like all oh, he had all his friends and shit. But yeah, it was awesome awesome the kid was fucking freaked out he went yeah. in his room the next day i actually did see him and i was like hey man do you need to ride home tonight no no i'm good man it's all good <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> i told him don't worry about it Like, are not leave me and i was like all right because we got you no 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 it was uh very very <laughs> funny um, right. but yeah i like to think that we made that kid's life a little brighter that night
1: give him uh, give him a story give him a story to tell
0: i, I would hate to hear him tell it though Cause, yeah. damn, he was country as fuck, as mm-hmm. fuck, dude. I wish I was making that up. He was just yeah. so country. You were like, you picture like you're pulling out like a like you know your little translation book like back in the '80s when you're like, all right, hold on, slow down. We're right, right, right. Down. <laughs> uh, uh, It was, uh, it was, it was pretty funny. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you were at it. You were at a con uh, recently. You, uh, how was that? I was your first was. one back, man? How, it was. Uh, it was my uh, first, first one, term, dude.
1: It was my first one since, since the whole COVID thing. Uh, it, it's been almost two years since I've made a convention appearance, but I was invited to be a celebrity guest at uh, Creature Feature uh, in, in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. That was uh, very exciting for me, a lot of fun. Uh, so I went and I did that, and uh, I was taping uh, with Wesley Southard uh, and Brian Keene was there, Stephen Kazanowski, Wiley Young, Mary San Giovanni, uh, Summer Cannon. Uh, so a lot of great people there. Uh, and there were a lot of cool celebs there. I got to meet uh, Ted Ramey and talk to him for a while. We were talking about Jim Thompson, a uh, great crime writer. Uh, he bought one of my books. You know, very cool guy. Uh, and and yeah, it was just overall a good weekend. It was really what I loved most about it was just being able to see everybody. A lot of these people like Brian and Stephen and uh, Wiley, like I hadn't seen them in person in a long time so it was very nice very nice yeah. and then you know bear came up with me and i uh, got to visit with uh, she got to visit with uh, katie uh uh southern as and hang out with her and then you know she also came to the hotel on saturday night and hung out with everybody uh like katie as well as bear um yeah. and then and then bear uh katie brought bear to me on sunday night and so bear got to stay in the suite with me i had this there's a giant, giant hotel room that they, I don't know if you want to call it an upgrade, but they basically upgraded me to the handicapped room because they mm-hmm. ran out of regular rooms. So the room was absolutely enormous and had an armrest, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, an armchair um, and a couch, and it was just way, way bigger than, than anything I needed. Uh, but I it, was, it was very, yeah, but it was very nice. Uh, so yeah, no, it was it was a good time overall, really good time. I yeah, uh, was really happy to meet some of my fans showed up and meet and make some new fans and readers. Uh, it was always a lot of fun. And I'm, and I'm just very, very grateful to be invited.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Well, and I was telling you earlier uh, off off mic, as they say in the industry, uh, how, you know, some people that uh, some of the cons I've been at lately have been like, yeah, I like, you know, your buddy Christopher Triana is writing and stuff. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about you. And uh, I'm like, well, you got to read this one. Or, did you read this one? We'll read this one, you know. And so, <clears throat> you know, people want you that's back awesome. out there, man. But um, I guess yeah, so. So pe- people are asking. Uh, but, uh, I, you I, know, I, go, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. No, that's OK. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I I don't think I'm going to be doing them quite as frequently as I once did um, because of, of Bear and her health and so, and other things. Um yeah, I, but, uh, I do have uh, other ones coming up the rest of the year, but Bear's going to be going with me. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. That's just a stipulation of any of my contracts where I'm just like, look, I, Bear's coming with me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm doing um, CT Horror Fest in a week or so. Uh, and I'm going to be there with uh, Mona Cabani. Uh, we're going to be sharing our table together. And then I'm going to be at... Uh, merrimack halloween book festival in haverhill cool uh so i'm gonna be there as well um in october but that's it that's it for me i was going to be at CryptoCon. i'm letting everyone know that i'm canceling that event i'm not going to be there uh because i have to be here with bear so
0: right on dude um I, well, I as you know, I've been like just on this steady tear because I uh, hate myself and I want to die, as Kurt Cobain said. And I tell, I tell all the stories about all these adventures that I have on my other podcast, John Wayne Lied to You. So, you know, if you want to, if everybody out there wants to hear full adventures of this crazy shit that's been going on, definitely pop over there and and subscribe to that. But I wanted to tell you one more instance and, and tell me how, if I reacted correctly and how you would have reacted. So. At the Creepy Con, um, which was uh, which was absolute shit, we're loading out. Like they they have this whole thing where you load out. I'm driving around, like, and I I see like this open gate, and I, I I think I can go. Like that's gonna lead me down like a exit. It doesn't. Like it. I go through it. It's not the right way. It's like a dead end. Weird shit. So I turn around and come back. And as I come back, this guy's like backed his va- his minivan up. And it's blocking most of the, the whole gate that I came through. <clears throat> and I'm like, pull up there, I was like, hey man, can you just put move your car back a, a a second so I can get out of here real quick? I went down the wrong way. And he just like takes his dolly and is like, I'm gonna be a minute. Or anyways, I'm gonna be a while. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And he just like walks in with his dolly. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? And Nick's like, come on i think you can make it dude and i'm like i don't think i can make it and he's like i think you can i was like i don't think i can so i'm trying to get through this thing i like catch my trim on this gate and like scratch it up and i'm like fuck dude i nick's like let me do it i was a courier i can do this so nick gets in the car he does like a 37 point turn like austin power style and he pulls the mirrors in and all that shit and he squeezes through this small space and as he squeezes through i'm coming behind the car and the guy's coming out with some shit on a dolly and i slam my head my hand down on my hood and go hey motherfucker thanks for moving your fucking car you stupid (laughs) fucking asshole and he was like what And i was like you heard me dumb doughy son of a bitch it would have (laughs) taken you two fucking seconds dude now look at this fucking shit you fucking idiot he's like Fuck, fuck you, fuck you. And I was like, Mm. fuck you, you fucking ass. Nick was like, get in the car, Mm. let's go. Mm. I got in the car. uh, I was like, Nick started driving away. I was like, take me back around, dude. Please take me back around and drop Mm. me and take me. He's like, no, no, we're leaving, we're leaving. Um, Man, I was mad. But then we went and got a bunch of beer and just like got pretty drunk and it was fine. Uh, Mm. But what do you think of that? Justified, not justified.
1: Uh, uh, Rage is always justified. Thank you. New i am am a big fan of rage um i i have no choice i guess because i'm always filled with it and it's funny that that happened because i had a, a similar situation happen uh in a parking lot in new jersey when i was going to uh creature feature yeah i yeah yeah i, st- I stopped because i was just like i was starving and i stopped and went to a fucking chick-fil-a uh and you know, because I eat junk on the road because it's you kind of have to. Anyway, I stop and I get my Chick-fil-A and everything. And there's a big pain in the ass even getting there just the way the roads are set up. because It's fucking Jersey and Jersey sucks. Um And dude, so, it
0: really does suck. Those are the fucking worst. Suck, I, fucking, I
1: fucking hate Jersey. I hate Jersey.
0: Oh, it's so get a road together. Jersey. Jesus Figure it out. Christ.
1: It's a oh, fucking nightmare. And then I go, and of course, you know, they screw up my order and everything. So I had to go back in and all that, but that's fine. You know, it's like they're, they're they're always slammed at Chick-fil-A. It's insane. And so I'm like, it's cool. You know, I wasn't mad about that at all. Anyway, I come back out and I realized that, uh, that my medic, you know, I was going to take my medication with my lunch. And I realized that I put my medication in my suitcase, which is in the back of my truck. And it's, you know, everything with the, all the, the totes of my books and everything. So I'm like, OK, so I'm starting to go back there to go to the back of my truck. And this this car pulls up right behind me in the space behind me, you know, because I like pulled through to the front of the space. Pulls up right in behind me and uh, like is like parks like and like like a, a pubic hair away from the back of my fucking truck, you know, pussy hair. Yeah, or, or whatever. Uh, and so it's it's like super, super close. And I always think it's ridiculous when anyone does that to begin with. But I'm just like, yeah, hey, whatever. And of course, middle-aged white woman gets out. And, you know, she's, you know, going to walk along. And I'm like, whatever, I can still get in there. And so I'm going to open up my tailgate. And she's like, do you need me to move it? And I was like, yeah, you know, like I was just kind of like non-committal. I was like, eh, yeah, I can get in there or whatever. And she was like, well, or you could move forward into your spot. <laughs> oh
0: shit! Right, dude.
1: right. Now let me let me say like my tires were in my spot. It was just like my bumper because it's a truck was like a little bit over the spot, you know.
0: And, That's aggressive uh, bullshit, dude.
1: Oh, just I to- total fucking Karen. That's why I said, of course, middle-aged white woman. They're just fucking unbearable. Um, and so, uh, you know, she's like, or you can move up and be in your spot. And I went, oh, excuse me. You know, like really overdramatic. <laughs> and, and like she didn't say anything, but she went to her car to be the you know, better person, I guess, and like backed it up. And I'm just already digging in my shit. Doesn't even matter. I'm like looking for my fucking pills because those pills are what keep me from killing people like her. Mm. And so I'm going for my pills, you know, and I'm getting them. And then she's finished like moving back and she gets out of her car and she's walking her fat fucking ass to to Chick fil A. And she's like, You're welcome. And I was like, Thank you so much, mister.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dude. I was like, Thanks, mister. Bullshit. I was all Uh, pilled up. I was already on my pills. I was just, it was a bad weekend. And that was the end of it. And that was like the last thing. I was like, Dude, it would have two seconds to move his car instead he just gets right. his dolly out and walks away and right. i was like i can't have that um this was funny though i judged the costume contest in atlanta i was one of the judges and the whoever was running the lights and sound was somebody they hired it wasn't one of the people that they usually have and this guy like just he puts the house like the lights up and the stage lights and the other two judges are like no turn the lights down we don't want the ju- lights and the guy's like all right the host is like hey we turn the lights uh, down they don't want the lights and the guy the guy from the light thing is like OK, and it, it, it only helps with uh, photography and um, video, but that's fine. I'll turn them off. And I just said, hey, let's not be passive aggressive about it. <laughs> <laughs> it all shitty, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I was 15 beers deep and I was judging. Mm-hmm. So it was fine. Yeah, but I hate aggressive bullshit. Just do it or do, fuck. That's so stupid. Anyway, no,
1: I, I hate when it, like, first of all, I hate when anyone talks to me in public uh second of all i hate passive aggressive and and third of all i'm always aggressive aggressive i'm never passive aggressive ever ever um and sometimes when i when, well a lot of the time when i get aggressive i get too aggressive um because i'm just like so don't like people already um i was i was telling uh, wesley Southern about this too like one of my favorite r- retaliatory things to say is have you ever been taken outside and beaten until you pissed blood it's one of my favorite things to say, because that shuts people right the fuck down. How uh, many times
0: did you have to say that to Wes this weekend when you were taking over right? and
1: over and over? Oh my God. I I, no.
0: did, did it ever sink in? Jeez. <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, sorry, no, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two times Splatterpunk award winning author, Wesley Southern. Two times, how many times. Yes. Did you have to?
1: Yeah. Two yeah. times. Uh, but no, no, I was just telling him about that. Like you know, jokingly, I wasn't saying it to him. Mm. Um, but uh yeah, that is one of my favorite things to say. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah let's let's mention that Splatterpunk awards uh, uh wes won uh for best short story um and so yeah he's now a multiple Splatterpunk award winner so if you're not reading wesley S- uh, southard you really should be uh and uh um wiley e young won best novel for uh the magpie coffin the spider western that started it all mm-hmm. uh so yeah i was really happy for a lot of the winners um and uh and yeah, that's
0: that's that. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, I, I was uh, anyway. I do. I was at Creep. I had no idea that that was going on at the same time I was at Creepy Con. I was like, wait, that yeah. happened Saturday. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I missed it. But congratulations to all the winners, the mm-hmm. winner of the show. All right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, anyway, I don't okay, know you mean to so, be aggressive, but we, you know, we have to. But let's move on. I think let's it's, move on.
1: We've we've had extra banter because we're catching up. Just uh, catching and- up. Also, we've been doing our Summer Slashers, and though it's September now, it's still technically summer, so we're continuing that. Uh, but we do not have a guest today because uh, John Wayne and I have just been trying to squeeze in any possible time to record a show, and this was very mm-hmm. spontaneous. It was only a few hours beforehand where he's was like, hey, you want to do a show? And I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Because um, both of us have had crazy lives recently. So uh, so we're just going to uh, shoot the ship, but we're still going to talk about Slashers. Uh, but we need to get into our show. Uh, so I guess that brings us to our first segment, right?
0: That does.
1: And that segment is Book of the Week! Book!
0: Book Book. book of the Week! Mm-hmm. week. <clears throat> if you remember way, way back when, last show we did, uh, that was... Uh, it falls on me as book of the week this week. And uh, so I'm in charge. So this week I've chosen, uh, this is an author. I, I, uh, I knew online until like uh, the 2019 I met her in person in the 2019 scares that care when uh, you and I famously uh, shared a table and um, <laughs> just like burned, burned the whole house. down. Like we just took right. over control. Every people, write You know, there's legends written about that table, but uh, sure. She was there. I met her. We got to talk, and I I got to talk with her a lot at this current one. Um, and she's a very talented writer. Her name is Sonora Taylor, and so the book of the week is her book, uh, Without Condition. Um, and uh, I'll just read the back for you, give you an idea of what this is. Uh, Kara Vineyard lives a quiet life in rural North Carolina. She works for an emergent for an emerging brewery drives her truck late at night and lives with her mother on a former pumpkin farm. Her mother is proud of her and keeps a wall displaying all of Kara's accomplishments. Kara isn't so much proud as she is bored. She's revitalized when she meets Jackson Price, a pharmacist in Raleigh. Every day they spend together, she falls for him a little more, which in turn makes her life more complicated. When Kara goes on her late night drives, she often picks up men Those men tend to die. And when Kara comes back to the farm, she brings a memento for her mother to add to her wall of accomplishments. Kara's mother loves her no matter what, but she doesn't know if Jackson will feel the same, and she doesn't want to find out. So that is the synopsis of this book. Very cool. Um, Sonora is uh, a super awesome person. Um, Check out her uh stuff at sonora s o n o r a w r i t e s s-o-n-o-r-a-w-r-i-t-e-s.com and then she's at sonora rights on twitter and facebook and uh sonora taylor on instagram but uh let me just like her her bios that sonora taylor is the author of the crow's gift and other tales please give and with her and other stories her work has appeared in the sirens call mercurial stories and camden park presses quote the raven she lives in arlington virginia with her husband sounds <laughs> ominous when you read it like that
1: yes quote it's the raven She lives in virginia quote the raven with her husband
0: <laughs> um that that things like that are always kind of weird in uh in um you know, shouts out Sonora. I love you. This please everyone check out Sonora, but it reminds me of, like, you know, you read Bentley little's like, uh, um, bio in the back. It always says like, he lives with his Chinese wife in Arizona. And it's like, why does he have to say his Chinese wife? What <laughs> the fuck wife. is that all yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's where my mind or my, my mind goes, yeah. but, uh, yeah, check out Sonora. She's very, very cool. And she's very talented. So, uh, uh, without condition. Boom. Oh. Book of the week, baby.
1: Bam! Very good.
0: You're very good.
1: I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Meh. All right. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's book of the week. Uh, and speaking of books, I guess that brings us into our next segment, which is, of course, ridiculous reads. <laughs>
0: ridiculous
1: reads yes it is and i'm on ridiculous reads this week uh again as we said earlier we just kind of we didn't have a lot of prep uh, for this show because we just were like hey we're both at home let's do it um you know because we've both been very busy uh so i didn't have like you know anything really planned uh so i just grabbed one of the silliest titles from my bookshelf and said, I'll just randomly read from this. Uh, this is a little book by an author named Ian Spector. Mm. Uh, and this book is called the truth about Chuck Norris.
0: Oh shit.
1: 400 facts about the world's greatest human.
0: And and on the cover, he's clutching the world while a woman clutches his, His inner thigh on his leg, and he's stepping on a dinosaur that he's killed. Uh, well, yeah, I'm to infer from that.
1: He's, yeah, he's Chuck Norris. I mean, did I not say that? Yeah, (laughs) you did.
0: You did. I'm just like the people that aren't watching the the video, I'm trying to paint that picture. It's it's very impressive.
1: It is. It is. Uh, yeah, so this is 400 facts about Chuck Norris, and basically, it's a book of Chuck Norris jokes. It's 400 Chuck Norris jokes. and they're great and they're really funny. So I'm just going to read some of these uh, because, again, again, I apologize. We didn't have a lot of time to prep for this. We, this is just spur of the moment. So I just I'm going to read a few Chuck Norris jokes for everybody. All right. Chuck Norris will never fully be male nor female. Doctors once asked him which he preferred. He gave them an ad for a total gym. If Chuck Norris had a dime for every man that didn't die from his roundhouse kick, he would have no dimes. Chuck Norris. Am, am John, I
0: supposed to react to these or?
1: I don't give a shit what you're taking
0: them in. I, I just, okay.
1: I will say this. Chuck Norris just pissed your pants, John Wayne.
0: Dude, that's not the first time he's done that. The Chuck
1: Norris keeps a horde of trained bees under his beard to let loose at a moment's notice. I believe that. A recent poll discovered 93% of women think about Chuck Norris during sex. A related poll discovered Chuck Norris thinks about Chuck Norris 100% of the time during sex. <laughs> Just like John Wayne. Yep. Uh, Chuck Norris refers to himself in the fourth person.
0: What?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: Wow, what's the fourth person?
1: Uh, th- th- that's how amazing he is. It's a whole other person. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chuck Norris can charge a cell phone just by rubbing it against his beard. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Who, we all know that. <laughs> that's an old life hack.
1: Chuck Norris's penis is so massive it has an elbow.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's how it, uh, uh, you know, yeah. articulates.
1: <laughs> Chuck Norris went as Chuck Norris for Halloween. He got twice as much candy as anybody else. After completing the act of love with Chuck Norris, many women find justice running down their inner thighs.
0: (laughs) It's not that kind of show. That's not that kind of show, Chuck Norris. Oh, please.
1: Oh, please.
0: Come talk is reserved for the top of the show.
1: Chuck Norris clogs the toilet when he pisses. (laughs)
0: Damn, dude! Al Bundy would be happy with that. He'd be impressed with that. Uh, <laughs> also, is, what is he dehydrated or?
1: I don't know. Oh God! Chuck Chuck Norris's money. Sh- Chuck Norris's money shot can actually be counted in tens and twenties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when Chuck Norris wants a salad, he eats a vegetarian. Jesus Christ. Uh, If Chuck Norris were a woman He wouldn't have a period He would have an exclamation point
0: Huh? Oh my god The worst thing about this is that someone got paid to do it And probably (laughs) too little Honestly
1: Ghosts are actually caused by Chuck Norris Killing people faster than death can process them That's actually true When Chuck Chuck Norris plays golf They have to put the hole On the moon (laughs) <laughs> Chuck Norris is like corn. No matter how much shit he is in, he still comes out in one piece. Ugh. Chuck Norris built the Panama Canal with one hand. He, yeah, it's good. Chuck Norris once partook in a pissing contest wait, wait, outside. what was of a the bar. Panama
0: Canal thing? What did you say? built it
1: with one hand. That's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. You suck, McVeigh. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> yeah when superman squeezes a lump of coal he creates a diamond when chuck norris squeezes a lump of coal he cre- he creates an african child to work in his diamond mines <laughs> oh man this is uh
0: holy this shit. is pre this is pre uh pre-age uh, tits days i guess uh, right this is before you could uh ew.
1: once a cobra bit chuck norris's leg after five days of excruciating pain the cobra died they actually put that joke in uh one of the expendables movies uh which which oh, he was yeah. in which he was in chuck norris once thought he was stuck between a rock and a hard place he quickly realized he was standing between two mirrors <laughs> chuck norris is the only person on the planet who can kick you in the back of the face <laughs> chuck norris is always on top during sex because chuck norris never fucks up that one's pretty good i like that one <laughs> one more Chuck Norris once broke a mirror on a black cat under a ladder on Friday thirteenth. He won the lottery later that day. <laughs> He's so unaffected
0: by bad luck.
1: So this is by Inspector. This is the truth about Chuck Norris. Check it out. Uh, I'm sure. Or don't. Or don't. Uh, probably I, out
0: of, long out of print. I imagine.
1: I, I maybe maybe not. Uh, like I said, I didn't have much time to prepare for the show. I grabbed the silliest book. That would be the easiest to read. I so think that's a perfect,
0: ridiculous read. Uh, uh-huh. it, it really it really does what the segment's supposed to do. Made me laugh. I, it made me, you know you know you know me... laugh. Really, really you, know,
1: you know what's really, really funny? You know what's really fun about it? I bought that
0: book and own it. <laughs> oh, no. Full price? I don't
1: know. I don't remember. <laughs> but I own it. And that's funny in and of itself.
0: Well, so. we all own a lot of things. Who's to say?
1: Who's to say? Who's to say?
0: Do you hear that, Chris? I, I do. think it's. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh my goodness. Oh, you know what that oh. is. The Corey Hotline. Yeah.
0: The Corey Hotline, everybody. As you know, the Corey Hotline has been, you know, in flux. As we've been, uh, you know, whittling it down uh, so it doesn't get out of control, taking usually one call um, if we get something good per episode, um, and 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 we are doing that today. Uh, we have a very uh, uh, excellent call we're going to listen to. But if you'd like to to ask us a serious question, you know, about writing or about the, any of the topics, and uh, you know, you don't uh, you know act like you're a total fool, we might listen to it. <laughs> Play it on the on the <laughs> the show and answer it. Uh, and you can call us at 832-930-1347. That's eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. Uh but we have a very special call this week. I want to listen to uh, Chris. So here we go.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey guys, this is
0: Shannon Bradner. I just want to say how much I enjoy the show. Whenever I'm having a bad day or I'm stressed out, I just listen to you guys and it just makes my mood so much better. Uh, Chris, I hope as well. All my love to you and her. John Wayne, I love you. I hope we get to reconnect soon. I love you. Hey, maybe one day we can get together and sing some good ass country songs. All okay. right. I hope y'all have a beautiful week. Bye. Wow. That was awesome. Sh- Shannon, thank you so much. Like yeah. that kind of, uh, I'm glad that we do that for you, but that kind of message makes me like, that
1: buoys my spirits a lot, absolutely, like you know sense. that that picks me up when I'm having a bad day, you know, like thank you, Shannon. That really means a lot it's It's great to hear that people are enjoying what we're doing, so thank you,
0: yeah, and Shannon, I'll see we got we'll get together out of the con per, again pretty soon, you know, I'm out there, so thank you so much. um y- you know the number if you missed it, rewind and you can call us, uh, but mm-hmm. for now, you know we're we're gonna roll on through, you know we got. <laughs> We gotta get a big convoy. Uh, you know,
1: <laughs> that again, kind of this, thing. You no, know, again, this is, this was a spur of the moment show, so it's not going to be a structured and organized. And we have been continuing our summer of slashers, but, uh, we don't have a guest right now. We didn't watch a movie ahead of time. So we're just going to talk about kind of like what we've learned over the summer, uh, watching all these slasher movies. Many of them were, were new to John Wayne. One or two were new to me. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna just discuss one on one, just John Wayne uh, and and uh, me, uh, and uh, that brings us into our segment, which is summer of slashers. Of slashers. I was like a Michael Jackson thing like hey! yeah I think the ghost was <laughs> back man he was here summer <laughs> yeah. right. slashers summer slashers so um yeah we're we're just kind of kind of look back I mean it's September now so summer is drawing to a close I'm very excited it's my favorite time of year uh, I've always said that all the best months end in b e r uh so now that it's September we're getting into the Halloween season the holiday season um mm-hmm so uh it's pretty cool uh but this summer has been a summer of slashers here on vital social issues and stuff so we're going to talk a little bit about uh what we learned and we're going to talk a little bit about uh our personal relationships with uh slasher films
0: hell yeah um yeah so we i mean i know we've we we have touched on some of this in on past episodes Mm -hmm. so if you you know have listened to the past you know you might have but we're going to revisit some of this just to bring everyone up to speed. Like I was telling you, Chris, the first slasher I ever saw was <coughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 when I was mm-hmm. in second grade, which I don't know how old you are then. But as I famously said, uh, you know, when he's coming after and his arms get all long and he's scraping the the fucking sides and I I was terrified and had to. Uh, you know, you put my tape player up to the TV and record episodes of Golden Girls and, uh, <laughs> and Laverne and Shirley and shit and like listen to those so that I could go to sleep. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it it terrified me, but it also planted that in me where I I couldn't not think about it. And I think mm-hmm. that's more what it was than that. I was scared. I was almost kind of fascinated with what that was at the time. O- I only knew how to express it through being Scared like a little puss, I guess you know.
1: Right, right.
0: But does that make sense to you? Or oh, I, I know. I know. I'm a giant pussy. I know. I'm a GP for sure. But <clears throat> but uh, that, that well, was like. Uh, I, I
1: I really think my I, I mean I, I my memory is is foggy. You know, my, I it, I don't remember much from growing up, uh, which is probably a, a safety mechanism. uh But uh I'm pretty sure, like you know, because I love it so much, and because I remember watching some of those movies over and over and over again that my favorite or or my first um slasher was michael myers i'm almost positive that it was um Mm -hmm. and i remember being 12 years old and becoming obsessed with michael myers uh because of halloween one and halloween four which i had i had on tape and i watched a million times um and uh yeah i mean you know like i was a kid in the 80s during the slasher boom so i didn't see a lot of them until later uh but it definitely became an obsession of mine to the point where as we've you know clearly seen uh doing the summer slashers like i've collected a lot of them a lot of um uh films like i have hunted down some of their rare ones the lesser known ones uh even uh, recently at uh at creature feature i i bought some that are out of print and hard to find i bought humongous and home sweet home so even now i'm I'm expanding my collection of uh slasher movies
0: and and former guest uh cv hunt um talked about how she tracked down and owned uh, to get all the video nasties on the the list right, and right. how that was a whole thing uh mm-hmm. check that episode out if you're interested in that so i thought that right. was pretty cool that she like, actually sought all them out to to own and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i imagine some of those are harder to find than others because those no, movies definitely. are fucked up.
1: Well, you know, a lot of them are, but then some of them, like we said on the show, it's like you watch them and you're like, why was this even on the list, you know? Yeah,
0: um,
1: I guess. And, and of course, not all of those are slasher movies. Um, mm. A lot of them are cannibal films and things like that. But uh, when it comes to this, the slashers, uh, I, I think we've, um, I think I and our guests have done a, a nice job of educating you, John Wayne, on slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a genre that you did know of course but uh, you're we were delving a little deeper for you
0: oh yeah it, it, exactly for myself and and for the the audience listening I mean mm-hmm. I think that we gave a, a wide smattering of across the slasher verse if you will mm-hmm. where the where the all the Venn diagram comes together of what is a slasher Um I, I think through those movies and yeah, it's like, you know, you think you're going like, yeah, you know, it slashes up, buddy. Look at me. I'm cool. But mm. then, you know, we also discussed what actually makes a movie a slasher uh, versus just a, a a horror flick or a, a mm-hmm. creature feature, you know, and that was important too. those were like kind of how it how those things fit uh, right. in there, which I thought that was cool as well to learn that. Um, what did I don't know? What did you think? about that
1: no no absolutely no i i I was uh happy to introduce you and the audience to some lesser known slasher films and Mm. there were one or two that i hadn't seen before uh you know we watched uh, edge of the axe i'd never seen that and uh island of death which was uh, not exactly a slasher but i'll give it a pass because it was so batshit crazy jesus Um,
0: christ that was so crazy dude yeah yeah
1: (laughs) it's a lot of fun it's definitely worth a mention um and yeah, we revisited some that we both knew from childhood, like *Slumber Party Massacre 2* and stuff like mm. that. You know, um, yeah. And so no, it, it's been it's been a good and productive and eventful um, uh, experience, uh, even if we didn't always agree. Like you didn't like *Happy Birthday* to me, which is weird because uh, that's a great movie. Uh, you think the it, killer from some Party Massacre Two is cool, and he's the fucking furthest cool. thing.
0: I know, dude. He's so cool. dude. He's the
1: furthest thing from cool. He's a total douche.
0: You're um, right, man. He's very cool. He's like mm-hmm. the. He's very yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. We did this joke on the last episode, so we can we can retire it. Um, but uh, but yeah, like so, you know, so. We don't always didn't always agree, but you know, it, I, I think what's good about it is that we allow our audience to decide what they think if they agree with mm-hmm. me or you or or not at all um you know we or touched our guest or our guests yeah we touched on uh we mostly focused on the lesser known ones uh mm. which i was uh happy to do because that was the whole idea was to say hey you all you all know jason you all know leatherface and chucky uh we're going to give you victor crowley we're going to give you um uh and the rest, like I'm drawing a blank now, but uh, and
0: the rest, but, what, yeah, we uh,
1: did. We and we had a lot of great guests too, like talking about their favorites. You know, like we had Tom Mum talking about April Fool's Day and how he likes that so much for some reason.
0: <laughs> uh, and we, we you know, shouts out Tom.
1: We had Ryan Harding on. We had C. V. Hunt on. We had uh, Wiley Young and 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 many others. Uh, you know, Max Booth. Um, and it was just a lot of fun to like to get their take on slasher movies. Uh, and you know to see how it they affected them um as well so
0: what was your favorite out of what we watched
1: well that's that's hard to say because like you know like a lot of them I had already seen and mm-hmm. you know like I like I love intruder i absolutely love it and that was one mm-hmm. of the first ones we did i think that was the first mm-hmm. one we that did that was the first summer. one yeah i love that movie and i was just happy to introduce people to it um so probably that one but i mean you know a lot of these i had already seen and already really liked or didn't like and just thought it'd be fun to do on the show or you know like we were letting the guests pick them a lot as well yeah you know like uh like tom picked uh april fool's day you know and then other ones we just kind of uh you know like matt kurtz loves uh madman so we did madman you know stuff like that so
0: yeah, I definitely l- liked Intruder a lot. I would go back and watch that. Probably will go back and watch it soon. I liked uh, Hatchet. Like going back to that because I had seen Hatchet the first one just a long ass mm-hmm. fucking time ago, and just right. in pa- you know not even like maybe paying that close of attention, but going back and watching it again, and then watching all the rest of them. I was like, oh fuck yeah, I like this. And mm-hmm. then watching Trick or Treat, uh, also that was didn't we watch that for one, didn't we? No. Why? Why did I watch it? We watched it for something.
1: No, I remember telling you you should watch it because you love rock and roll horror movies, and that's the best one.
0: We didn't watch it for one of these shows.
1: No, it's not a mm. slasher.
0: Uh, I thought we did, but anyway, that was rad. I, we watched it for something, or maybe I just listened to you for some. No, reason. I, yeah,
1: but... no, I was just like, you need to watch it because, like, we were talking about rock and roll. Mixed with horror. I think maybe we did that for the oh for Thor, with, the with Thor, Thor episode. Yeah. yeah, I watched yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's right. Because yeah. we I watched Rock and Roll Nightmare and that that's right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'd I have to say uh Intruder, yes, I like that one quite a bit. The hatchet ones were awesome. Mm-hmm. And Edge of the Axe wasn't Good. It was okay it wasn't good it wasn't good but like uh i mean i'd seen like uh shouts out brian smith like i tweeted about it. it was like i asked him he's like just don't waste your time it's awful and i was like oh man it's gonna suck but maybe it's because i thought it was gonna suck so bad that it was just funny when they're like so close to the house they're like it's right
1: there you yeah. know
0: like i think that was oh, well, that
1: was a different movie that was that was um you sure that was, that was yes i am that's mad man
0: Oh, I like Madman. Then that's the one I like. <laughs> Fuck the Edge of the Axe. See, they all run together. Uh, but uh, well, I okay, enjoyed. So w- like, I enjoyed watching all of the movies that we. There's none of them that I was like, "Fuck this movie," you know? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Even like uh, unrelated to the summer, but like when you came and visited me at the beginning of the year in the winter time, I introduced you to Silent Night, Deadly Night, as mm-hmm. well. So we did watch that slasher movie together. That's a really fun one. That's oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. that's cool. that to me is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. I watch that at Christmas time. I don't watch fucking home alone. I watch Silent Deadly Night and Bad Santa and then I'm done.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's those
1: are my Christmas movies.
0: <laughs> it, and it's kinda of almost like the uh, is a holiday version of Intruder or something. Like uh, mm. it, it has that feel to it. I don't know.
1: Well it's a slasher. It
0: so killed, it's yeah, like they get slasher. killed in a fucking store. I liked it.
1: Yeah, there is there is a couple people who get killed in the toy store in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoy those. Um, yeah.
0: And of uh, course and hard, hard to kill, hard to die. What was that one called?
1: We watched Hard to Die as yep. well, which is a sequel of a slasher, but not a slasher really. It's just mm-hmm. a bizarre masterpiece. Uh, uh-huh. they did they did have copies of that at VHSPS's booth at the creature feature. And I already have it, but I was just like, it's so great that someone carries that because there's no official like release on DVD. I mean, it came out I think once, but it's like out of print and it's like hundreds of dollars. So I was just glad that someone is making it available to the general public because that movie, it like Scream Factory, if you're listening, and I know you are, you need to release Hard to Die on Blue Special Edition Blu-ray with interviews with everyone who was ever in it and uh, a, a two-hour documentary about it. At you need all to the,
0: release the files, Screen yeah, Factory. Just, they
1: need to do a super deluxe hard <clears throat> drive because that movie is amazing and it's just like this forgotten cult film. But yeah, yeah anyway, um, so yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, slashers is a, is a big part of the, of the horror genre. It was a real phenomenon when we were growing up and it's something that we both love. Uh, I think I... Love it maybe a little bit more than you, uh, or at least i more more um, experienced with it, more knowledgeable about it, uh, and more obsessive about collecting all of them.
0: Um, Are we talking about women or or,
1: I'm talking about slashers. Both. I'm oh, talking about okay. slasher movies, yes.
0: Um. Yeah, you're probably right. Is um, Sleepaway Camp considered a slasher?
1: Absolutely. Of course okay. it is. All
0: right. I just wanted to double check.
1: No, it absolutely uh, is. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a good one. We didn't get to watch, um, but we should have watched it. Well, I mean, wonder- that one's uh,
1: that one's also more. Uh, to the mainstream, an right? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's, it borders on it. It's not like 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 people that aren't into horror know who Jason is, but not everybody knows Sleepaway Camp. But, but as far as like slasher movies go, it's a little more well known than say. You know, uh, uh, Edge of the Axe or something. You know, Uh, you know Felicia Rose has long lines every time she's at a horror con. Uh, I doubt anyone from Edge of the Axe would would have anybody eager to get an autograph. So, and it's funny, like at at every at every fucking con that she does, like every time she takes a picture of someone, she does the face. You know, like the frozen face. And it's like, of course, because like like if you take a picture with her, that's the face you want her to make. But it's just kind mm-hmm. of a funny thing that I've noticed, to seeing her do that face over and over oh, and over oh, all yeah. day long. <laughs> you know, it's yep. just funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, but man, she nails it every time. It's like uh, it's like Ozzy being all well, fucked up. Push him out on stage. She can sing. You know, she just snaps to that face. know, well, I mean, she, knows she it.
1: should. She she has one job. Just make that face. That's pretty much <laughs> her profession now. You
0: have one job. Make a face. Make the face. <clears throat> um, so. But that was a good one. I liked. But I, I don't know. I thought I thought some slashers went well. I think I learned a lot. I think that I uh, watched a lot of movies I wouldn't have watched otherwise. Yeah. And then yeah. from those watched a couple, you know, other things that were suggested to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, and branched my knowledge out there. Uh, it's not it's all Roy thing. and roses, you know, not all Roy it's and black all, roses.
1: You know? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's not all Roy and black roses. As very much as well we'd said. like it
0: to be, you know, it's as much it's as very, we well like. said. very well you. said. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Now, like we've talked a lot about the mainstream uh, slashers over the years, the Jasons and Freddys uh, Mm -hmm. on the show talked about them a lot. Um, But do you? uh, I I mean, I know Freddy's your favorite. Michael's my favorite. um, But uh, if there is one that you would really like to see return, like, like of course we have Halloween Kills coming out. But is there one that you would really like to see return and or or do something different, or versus someone? You know, is there one that, like, if you could pick one? You know, to come to come back and do different something different something new. from
0: from the mainstream slashers yeah, yeah, that we're talking yeah. about. I mean, I mean or you could
1: do the lesser now, you could like the Prowler returns or some bullshit. You know, but
0: I, I, okay. Well, top of the list, Ten to Midnight guy, got to bring him back. <laughs> All right, we got to give him a we got to give him a franchise. All that right?
1: you, okay, okay. So I'm <laughs> gonna say it now because we fucking blew it on this. I wanted to do an episode where we talked about uh crime thrillers from the 80s that were also technically slashers and mm-hmm. we were going to do this I wanted to have Brian Keen on you were going to ask him you never did because you got stoned and forgot um, I'm, but I'm idiot. <laughs> well we, we've established that but uh, but no I thought this would be a great show maybe we'll still do it because yeah, I wanted to talk about alright well then we'll, we'll still do it because I want to talk about movies like 10 to Midnight because mm-hmm. uh, there were a couple of them in the 80s I'm not going to list them now because maybe we'll still do the show um, that, that were kind of in the action thriller genre, but were really had a slasher element like 10 to midnight does. It's a cop, yeah. you know, chasing the killer, you know, Bronze, Charles Bronson movie, but it's a slasher movie at the same time. Um, okay. So, anyway, to go back to what you're saying, you want a sequel to 10 to midnight, you want uh, 11 to midnight. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or 10 and a half, you know, no, something ten, like that. <laughs> something like that. We don't have ten. to rush it channing minutes. channing Tatum is yeah. 11 and a half to midnight but i mean i think like if you look, like for last episode like i was talking about those those freddy books i mean of course i would like to see another freddy adventure i think that's, that's right. a well done one but um, it would
1: have it would have to have robert don't you yeah, oh yeah yeah no no it's got to have yeah. property. we,
0: we yeah. can't have any other kind of fucking bullshit um, right. <laughs> but outside of that on a lo- on a lesser level fuck i mean i would love to see you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy the Wop. That was the the bad guy on sleepaway camp. I'd love to see him come back or good fellows, whatever he was from. I can say that I'm Italian. <laughs> um, I'd love to see him come back in a leather clad, you know, fringe thing and, and, uh, have himself, a a, a killing spree with his guitar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think. Yeah, that so might
1: you, be so fun. You, Yeah. So slumber party massacre guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought you had said, Maybe you did, but I thought you'd said sleepaway camp for a minute and I was got confused.
0: Oh, I said the wrong thing. I'm sorry, I I yeah. misspoke.
1: That's okay. Uh, That's right. But yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want that douchebag to come back.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. You you and no one else on the in the fucking universe wants him to come back. Uh but
0: then I'm a planet planetist <laughs> one, dude. I stand alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. I am immortal. Uh <laughs> like, um, what about
0: you? What about you? Yeah, I know this is something um, you think about probably pretty regularly. Well, you you know I mean, me, we've man. Talked if about could, this. You know
1: me, man. Michael Myers is my jam, and yeah, the sad thing is, is that they are. They there's a new one coming out in a month, and I don't care at all about it uh, because are they not like,
0: excited to see it.
1: No, I know, and that's the thing is, like they've they've continued to make them over the years, and they're just fucking atrociously bad. They haven't made a, a decent, even decent, let alone good Halloween movie in thirty fucking years. You know. Yeah. Mm. And so that's what I would like. I would like to see some variation on a Halloween film that isn't absolutely one hundred percent vomit-inducing awful, which is what they've been for thirty years. Um, I would like that. I, you know, and it's it's hard because it's like okay, you know, Michael Myers at this point is a fucking old man and and everything, but they could do some kind of variation. They could do you know, like I always uh, reference uh, uh, the graphic novel series it was a halloween night dance which was a really great story because they didn't tie it in with like other characters like lori strode or, or jamie lloyd or any of the characters from the series it was just michael and like all new victims and it was really well done and really good um i would like to see something more along the lines of night dance than any of this nonsense that we see now uh the new movie coming out of course is halloween kills which is the stupidest title I've ever heard in my life? I don't life.
0: understand why is it called that. Do you know? Because
1: or? it's stupid and stupid and stupid.
0: Oh, okay, it's just, just a
1: stupid, stupid title. Halloween kills. It's the most lowbrow fucking title possible. It's like they hired Tom Green to come up with it or something. Um, he and, would say,
0: and- "My bum is on the Halloween."
1: well he let's died. not let, yeah I'm, let's not get into him because he thankfully is gone uh but uh rest in power yeah rest in power I wish he was dead uh but uh no I don't but anyway uh Halloween kills uh like you know even just like like they've shown some clips of it and previews whatever and and it's yeah like he's just He's uh, this massacring people in these like extreme, over-the-top ways, and it's very Jason-esque. It doesn't even feel like Michael Myers. Like Michael Myers is about the suspense and the dread and the buildup, and with this, it's just carnage, 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 carnage. It's not my Michael. It's not my Michael.
0: Hashtag not my Michael.
1: Not my Michael. That's a good hashtag. We should use that and tag every fucking thing that Hollywood kills. Hashtag not my Michael. Do it, folks. Not my Michael. Let Hollywood know that we're sick of this fucking nonsense.
0: Hashtag should have been Roy. Also, put that on there too.
1: No, nothing. To do hashtag with not Halloween.
0: my Michael. Hashtag should have been Roy. Still, we can get them both going. You know, I mean, come on, it's Roy.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, that's something we could we could do. We could like speaking of people we want to bring back, let's bring Roy Brack. Like, I would eyes. love
0: to. Fucking
1: bring you imagine? Real, I... can you imagine how pissed we would be? Like with all the God. fucking legal shit that's been involved with Friday the Thirteenth, and like why they haven't been able to make one in like fifteen years or something uh because of legal issues? Imagine they finally get it all cleared up. A uh, Friday the Thirteenth comes out, and then surprise at the end, it's Roy <laughs> instead of Jason. People would lose their back, fucking bitch. mind. They would lose I... their mind. They'd be more pissed than they were Dude, the first was... time. I would oh be God. like
0: standing ovation. But I yeah, feel like we would yeah. be on the inside scoop anyway. Oh, they do no, They have alerted us and dude, had us would... at the the test audience to make sure it was done right. No, you know,
1: no, no we would yeah. be the only ones. like everyone else would be fucking furious. They'd be more pissed than they were when a new beginning came out. You know, like they would, yeah. they would like because they had to wait 12 years to get a fucking Friday through teeth. <laughs> and it's like it wasn't what? even Jason. And then at the end, it's like surprise. It's really. it's the same fucking guy. He's like fucking 80s, same actor and everything. Like, hey, it's me. I was never dead.
0: Dude, he's going to be at uh, in Charlotte this week where I'm going. It's not in the time frame of this uh, that you're listening. But uh, Rick from 13X Studios that makes all the Jason masks and that he made me a Roy mask. He told me he's going to give me a special Roy mask to go get signed by him for me to have. So uh, uh, I'm going to report back with that. You have um, to
1: meet Roy. Do it for I, me, like
0: I, like I have to. I have to, and I will. Um, yes. I'm gonna do it for everyone, dude. I'm gonna do it for, see it, see for all like,
1: of us. See if he'll do like a soundbite for the show or something. Like
0: this is Roy, Maybe,
1: and, and you're watching and you're listening to fucking vital social issues stuff. Oh my god, you gotta do. Oh,
0: well, if, if I get him to do that, or I'll just lay. What if I just lay it out to him like, look, Roy, my name's Mark. Sure, Roy. Look, we are <laughs> we're what's keeping you alive here. We're the Roy's <laughs> boys. All right. Just come on the show. Roy's boys. Roy's boys. Come on the show and uh, just be a guest. Yeah. I, y- your, your stock's going to go up, up, up. That up, would be I'm that would be it.
1: amazing, but I don't think that's realistic. But I do think you might be able to get him to give us a little sound bite that we could use for every single episode. It's <laughs> just the, the, the end same of thing. time. <laughs> till the end, end of time, dude. Hey, it's Roy. You're listening to my social stuff. That's all he's got to say.
0: Yeah. That's all he's got to you know?
1: say. And if he won't do it, he's dead to me.
0: So. All right. I hope not. Well, I'll report back. <laughs> I'll report back because I hope he is there. I yeah. hope he does it for us,
1: Roy. We love you. We love you, but you know, you need to show some love back.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Bringing Roy back would be fucking rad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know how they would hide it uh, again. Like, it'd Nathan. be hilarious.
1: I mean, it's so funny. They'll never do it in a million years, but it'd be I, really no, funny. no, it'd be really funny. Yeah. If we... i don't know what the fuck they would do with, with jason if they if they finally get once they finally get it like taken care of because they had that remake but it was 12 years ago and it wasn't good it i mean sucked. it wasn't, it wasn't terrible it wasn't one of the worst but it wasn't good um and it's like no one really wants to see a continuation of that particularly 12 years later they would just have to like start over somehow and just do something totally different
0: yeah yeah, yeah i think so and you know what that totally different thing should be roy Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> it's Roy. Surprise! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and that's the tagline on the poster.
1: <laughs> Surprise!
0: <laughs> it's Roy.
1: No, you can't they, do that because they, no, they don't really even bury don't the lead. It.
0: People no, are just no, stupid. To even know they're like what they get there like it really was Roy.
1: Fuck, no, you no, know. No. Can't put it on the poster. It's got to be. No. it's got to be like a a thing at the very very end where the, like the mask pops off and it's Roy and he like winks at the camera. And it's like, and then it's just like the whole like Looney Tunes, like that, 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 like, like, closes in on him. <laughs> That's <Really>? Roy, folks.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I was wrong. <laughs> right. It's Roy all
1: along. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly.
0: dude, Roy. I don't right. think anybody's talked then, about Roy in as as a podcast then, in 20,000 no, years.
1: No one has ever talked about Roy as much as we do. Um, but then to make it a double m night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. like you find out it's roy and then you find out all the people he killed weren't actually killed it was all a fake thing because he's gonna open a resort <laughs> like an april full state like
0: a fucking uh and he's gonna Jesus open a
1: camp fucking... crystal lake resort like an april full Day,
0: and everyone's in the room at the end ignoring yeah. him while he's like yeah. hello hello yeah. hello yeah. hello yeah and they're like april fool or they say uh should have been roy and uh and that's it and yeah. they're like wow you're alive you're alive that would be okay i would give that a five that's a five star movie yeah. right
1: there yeah it would be pretty much the worst movie ever <laughs> and I, I would i support 100 percent. we gotta
0: get we gotta get uh feldman in on it we have yeah. to we gotta yeah. get Corey Feldman. We gotta get like um a deep fake, bring Corey Heyman for like a deep fake thing, you know. Uh Corey
1: Feldman actually posted recently online, and of course, like there's no evidence to this whatsoever. He's just a crazy person, but he was like the, the he posted online that the Friday thirteenth legal issues have been resolved. Uh and I don't know why anyone would why he would be the voice to <laughs> announce that. Uh and so there's no validity okay. to it. There's no validity to it whatsoever, but uh, he's talking about like how he wants to do Tommy Jarvis returns and fights Jason, like Tommy versus Jason, like the revenge or some shit. And he uh, wants to which, play Tommy
0: Jarvis. Re- well, or of course pres- he does. His role.
1: Um, Yeah, good good luck with that, Corey. Um, but yeah, that's what he wants to do. Um, but I mean, basically, you have all of these movies like you know like like the new halloween movies where it's like they bring the old people they do this a lot with these sequels now like these long blade sequels where they bring back sarah connor they bring back lori strode and they got to fight the people again um and they have mixed results uh mixed success with those movies uh but that's what he wants to do i don't think that'll ever happen even though the fans uh, would like that oh my I god
0: i would watch that a hundred thousand times i would be of first course
1: like. all the fans would love it but uh
0: Big Let Danzig a throw movie. a couple vampires in there too. Oh, oh I'm Christ. first in line. Yeah. I'm right there, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, right um, fucking there. But you know, studios are not going to jump to like um, that's a big, big name franchise that they can release in theaters. They're not going to fucking headline with Corey Feldman. It Bring it was washed- back, dude. Now they they won't because no, what, I know I, what dude. I know I, the fans would love it, but like I'm saying, it's not going to happen because uh, the studio doesn't want some washed up has been headlining their their fucking project, which they know will be a money maker because Jason hasn't had any movies in over a decade now. So, You don't, don't think Feldman
0: could pull a Travolta? No. Like a la Pulp Fiction? He comes back, I don't, boom, he, it's bigger than sliced bread again? He,
1: he might be able to. I'm just saying, I I. there's no way in hell they're going to give him a chance to do that. There's no way in hell that they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. If they did a Tommy versus Jason, they would get some other you know, like new person or or something. I seriously doubt they would get Feldman. Feldman is just like considered one of those washed up has-beens. No offense to Feldman. I'm not saying I think that I'm just saying this is the perception that I think Hollywood has. You know?
0: That sucks because I would really like to see Corey Feldman yeah. um fight Jason in the yeah, Jason. I mean you know I love movie.
1: Corey. We we both love the Corey. Love Corey. I'm just saying what I'm seeing like I mean, you don't see Corey Calvin in anything. And when you do, it's super cheap garbage. Uh, Mm. So um, I seriously doubt they're going to put him at the top billing on their on their fucking Freddy. Or I'm sorry, on their Jason movie when the rights finally clear up. Seriously. What if
0: he fought Jason? What if he shot shot? What what if he fought Jason and Freddy? Do you think they'd do that? No. And scream guy.
1: No. And no? Scream okay. Guy. Scream guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And Matthew Lillard just think he's no, in there I don't too. think I don't they're no? not, okay, gonna okay. Corey not gonna put Cory Corey, Corey right, Feldman, all right,
1: all right. Corey Feldman, despite what it is, Cory is not gonna be in a starring role in a major motion picture anymore. I, I seriously doubt him. So rest in power. Yeah, and that's why he's saying crazy shit like it's been it's all been taken care of. It's all, it, no it hasn't. It's he's been... he's just lying, he's just making shit up. So, oh, so fuck. yeah, but well, I don't, I
0: don't know, I don't what know what you're gonna do. I'm gonna fucking go get Corey and try to get this thing going, man. I'm gonna okay, try to well, make this hashtag trend.
1: Well, God, Godspeed. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everything will work out just fine. Um,
0: should have been Roy, yep,
1: should have been you, Gordy.
0: It should have been you, Rorty. Um, but, I mean, I, I can see that we're basically uh, plowing this into the side of a mountain, so we should probably wrap it up.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, we're going nowhere with this episode again. Uh, we, but, uh, but we're back, no plan. We had no plan. We just decided to do this last minute. So if it's terrible, and I'm sure it is, it's not. apologize. I usually go into these things with notes and something to say, and this was more just kind of an improvised bullshit show. Uh, so...
0: Casual. We're keeping it casual. We're back. We just wanted to check in with everybody. It's a shorter episode. Mm-hmm. Talk about the summer slashers. Wrap it up and and let you know we're gonna be back in in you know an abbreviated form. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, but keep uh, keep a watch. Oh, keep a watch because we'll be here mm-hmm. with guests uh, or not and uh, things that we can teach you. So and Absolutely. you can teach us.
1: Absolutely. I think we'll definitely have um, more guests going forward. Because uh, John Wayne and I, like an old married couple, have run out of things to say to each other.
0: I have so much <laughs> to say. Yeah, but there's so little I want to hear. See, that is like a married <laughs> couple right there. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, check us out. <laughs> We're out there. Uh, a- I- I'm going to uh, fucking get Roy's uh, signature and hopefully get him to give that sound. Yeah, bite you
1: got to get me. a picture with Roy. I mean, like, please. Yeah. Uh, that's so I- awesome that he's going to be there um yeah i look forward to that uh everybody if you uh, again it's uh mm-hmm. you can get signed books by some of your favorite indie horror authors you get signed artwork including stuff by myself and by mr john wayne mm-hmm. um are available on the site now uh get them while you can uh, and it all goes to a great cause so uh thank you everyone
0: Thank you, everybody. See you there, wherever that
1: is. And we'll see you next time on Vital Social Issues and Stuff. Bye.